Cusco. How you doing? Hey, Cusco. Oh, yeah. Nice Crocs. And Cusco. Nice Crocs. Nice Crocs you got there. Nice Crocs you got there, by the way. Next Where'd you get those? PG. Got them up. Foot locker. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Side Tangent Podcast. We got... Hello, everyone. We got the two hosts. We got got me. Yeah. And we got Mikey. (laughs) Do, Do you think we should redo that intro or just go with it? Yeah, let's just go with it. Just go with the flow. We're mass producing this now. So before we get into the episode topic, I'd like to bring up uh, just one thing that happened today, uh, the day of recording. Nintendo released a new Nintendo Direct. Oh, they did. And I wasn't sure if you knew that. Is it important? I didn't want to bring it up because, you know... You not knowing about it and me just introducing it to you, that's more content. So, uh... Yeah, so what, some, what happened? Some highlights, I, at least for me. Um, there was Nintendo Switch Sports. It's like Wii Sports, but on Nintendo Switch. At first... So not as good, but so okay. Good. But at first it kind of scared me because it didn't look like they were me fighters. Well, just it didn't look like there was me's in the in the game, and I'm like, what? But then uh, they had two reps from Nintendo uh, play the game, and they were using me characters. So no, that that's good. Oh yeah, it's all coming together. Second big thing for for me is uh, the Portal Companion Cube Collection. Which is? Portal 1 and 2 are coming to Switch. Maybe now you'll get... Maybe now you'll actually pay attention to the games. Maybe you'll get them. I don't think you will, but maybe. Yeah, I'm not (laughs) planning on it. Uh, And um, one thing that Ben and I noticed, uh, because we might be able to do some Marmalade gaming stuff maybe, is there's this free Disney racing game that's coming out in the summer. Free to play. Okay. Online multiplayer. So like Mario Kart, but worse? It's like Mario Kart, but imagine it with just Disney Infinity controls. I don't want (laughs) to. It's like Garfield Kart, but Disney. Um, I remember there was this one, like, Mario Kart-esque game on Friv that was, like, serial characters. There was? It was a very surreal experience. I don't even know if it was real. I don't think it was. I've played every game on that Friv thing. At least I did when it wasn't something that could endanger the computers at the school. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I played the heck out of Mario Flash, Sonic Flash. Uh, oh, yeah, Super Mario Flash was the stuff. The racing games there, those were high quality. What were those ice cream games that we... That we played. What? Remember the games that were like ice creams? Like ice cream Oh, yeah, with the ice creams? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you had to like do stuff. Yeah, it was kind of like a puzzle yeah. game. Do you remember like Snowball a... Pinball? Snowball Pinball? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That really brings back memories. Oh, yeah. It really brings back memories. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember back then we were super crazed about the watermelon meme on Vine. Oh gosh. Watermelon. <laughs> watermelon. <laughs> back when Vine was a thing. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Vine. Hello, TikTok. You're worse. In every way. Yeah. Anyway, now that we're done being political. <laughs> Um, That's political, yes. It, it is political, and um, another thing that we uh, that we saw Ben and I was uh, Cuphead is getting a three-player D 
DLC thing. So we could play that, maybe, but I don't know. Mm, I do have Cuphead. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, other than that, it was like a bunch of Fire Emblem and Xeno crap. Okay, Just so a no bunch of RPGs. Oh, wait, yeah, I, I also remember a uh, new Mario sports game based off of soccer, Mario Strikers. And uh, there's going to be six waves of Mario Kart DLC. Hmm. And the first wave has Coconut Mall. Coconut Mall? Mm-hmm. Inserts just like Vietnam flashbacks to Coconut Mall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, back when we played Mario Kart 7 on the DS in 7th grade for school. Yeah. Um, another thing that I have to bring up is on my trip. Something that I did not mention in the last episode was a game that I made. An amazing game that you could play at home. All that you need is a pair of winter gloves. Okay. Okay, so this game is very simple. You basically get the winter gloves and you use your hands to hold the outsides of them. So you just have a pair of floppy hands that you use to do di- to do various tasks. I made a paper airplane out of a okay. out of a napkin and I threw it and it flew and it died. <laughs> and nice. I call this game this masterpiece of mine. I call it Monkey Nuts. Monkey Nuts? Yes, Monkey Nuts. Just like Halo used to be, Monkey Nuts. Okay. And so, okay, don't yeah, that's patented. Know. I want everybody uh, at home to try out Monkey Nuts, uh, the game. All of our Monkey two Nuts. listeners? All of our two listeners and Ted Nivison, avid listener. I don't know who that is. is established- oh, we established last episode that uh, there was this famous YouTuber guy named Ted Nivison, who is an avid listener of our podcast. And you know what's really interesting? Wait, after, he is? I, after I stole his look in the last episode, he started showing up on his own podcast without his glasses. Huh. He's threatened by my new stealage of his look. <laughs> uh, Ted, if you're listening, hey. Hey. That's it, just hey. Hey. <laughs> Please don't How's, your, how's your day? How's your day? <laughs> <laughs> I've I, I don't mean to sound rude, but I've never heard of this YouTuber before. Oh yeah, that's fine. You you probably heard of his compatriots on the podcast that he's on, Slimesicle and Jay Schlatt. Oh yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah yeah yeah. You've heard no of offense, them. No offense, Ben. Or he's wait, like, what's his name? He, he's the smaller one. Ted Nivison. Oh, sorry, Ted. I meant Ted. Cut that out. Oh, hey. Hey, Ben, what are you doing? Close the door. Close the door. Close the door. Ben, close the door. Ben showed up. I guess he's here now. You think you can... think you can, you know... I don't think Ben's saying anything. I hate children. (laughs) Yes. I want to burn an orphanage. Okay, no, 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 no. (laughs) That's a little too far, mate. Oh, I don't think it's far at all. I could just, you know, I think that it's only a few blocks away, you know. I just go in there with a blowtorch and it's done. No, a blowtorch? No, you use a flamethrower or, like, kerosene or something, not a blowtorch. Come on, man. If you're going to do an illegal activity, do it right. I'm recording in here, right? I don't care. Dude, like, I want to be in here, too. I think... I think that Ben's evicting us. I just migrated at the behest of Ben because he is a rude person. Mm-hmm. So, the topic is writing and drawing. So. Yeah, we, it took us like 10 minutes to get there, but we got there. Hey, we needed to talk about Ted Nivison's life, okay? It was very important to mention an avid listener of this podcast. Yes, Ted Nivison. My homie. Exactly. My good Thanks for keeping up with the podcast. I'm yeah. glad that every episode he tunes in almost immediately. It's really, really strange. What if he's so, like a bot or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I, I've heard, Mikey, I've heard that you are working on, as of this recording, the uh, new thumbnail for uh, for this podcast that the audience probably yeah. already see right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You being a artist of such high prowess, uh, would you mind uh, telling no, me? Not super high prowess. It's just you're a very high prowess. Now, would you mind telling me how often you draw? Whenever I'm bored or whenever I have to. Which is so usually most days. Usually most most, most days. days I usually draw. Yes. Yes. Sometimes I don't yeah. from burnout, but. Well, you know, everybody needs to take a break every now and then. Yeah. I've recently been getting a little writing kick recently. So, you know, if you ask me that question, it would probably be flipped. Uh, I don't really draw that often, but when I do, it's nice. It's like a nice little little break, little thing. But uh, yeah. I definitely write a lot. I kind of do both. A science fiction novel, it's pretty cool. I kind of do both of the writing and drawing thing. Yeah, it's like being animated. I mean, my writing's not as good as Roman, but it's still there. I still do it. It's, it's got it's got potential. You just need to I'll learn some... You need to learn some basic uh, writing uh, structure so that you can break that structure to make your stories better. If you learn the proper techniques... This is a quote from my film teacher, my new one, not the one that just left. <laughs> um, he says that uh, you learn the rules so that you know how to break them in a way that's good. Mm. You know? Because if you're just blindly breaking the rules, then you don't know what rules you probably should be following. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. But I don't have a film class where I go or anything, so I guess I'm kind of stuck with a YouTube. Film class is awesome. And I think that YouTube is a very good teacher. I didn't really learn much from film class in terms of storytelling. It's mostly been like how to work the camera and stuff. Yeah, I've learned a lot of writing stuff from YouTube. Yeah, YouTube is a very helpful source for anybody who is interesting in, uh, interested in writing or drawing because YouTube has just infinite content by people who actually make these sorts of things. Yeah, I'm I didn't just, I'm just gonna... learn from YouTube, though. Kind of just learned from experience. Yeah, that's probably the best with, with the drawing. drawing. It comes from years and years of experience. But, you know, learning a new technique, it's pretty cool. Like, uh, when I have drawn some stuff, I've been doing a little bit of uh, perspective, like two-point perspective and stuff. And, you know, those are interesting because it's like geometry meets meets uh, art. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And, um... <clears throat> uh, I was going to oh I remember I, I would like to give just like this this shameless plug no big deal this shameless plug for my YouTube channel uh, if you want to learn some interesting things about how movies are made then only watch the alien video and the community video the other videos don't exist Especially not the Scott Pilgrim one. I did Scott Pilgrim dirty with that video. So, how about you, Mikey? What's your plan on YouTube? Probably not going to do anything, to be honest. Except for maybe an occasional video. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Just once Mythic Comics does start getting up and running, I would not have any time for a YouTube channel. So I would yeah. try and not get it attached to that. Well, you know, at least I kidnapped you so that you can do this podcast, and it's the only thing on YouTube you've been doing. 
Yeah. Yeah. I kind of just yeah, yeah. tag along with all your videos. Uh, uh, like a yeah. bunch of collab stuff. Yeah. Well, now you're officially a co-host of the podcast. You actually should be on. So like I'm a, no longer a tag along. You're no longer a tag along. You're a featured person. However, you would be a tag along yeah. on my other videos. The ones that. Yeah, I literally everything else. I haven't posted any of those in a while because those take effort and time. And for some reason, I put actual like animated segments in that, and it's taking a long time. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'll I'll get through it. I'm thinking of doing more, like, creative short film stuff. Questioning whether I should actually show my face or not. You know. I mean, why not? Why not? Well, I'm not quite sure why not. I might just go on with it, you know. Okay. So if 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 in you. the next if in the next video on this channel that is not a side tangent podcast episode, if that has some random fleshy dude that isn't a cartoon character on it, it's probably me, and he probably looks ugly, right? Don't you agree? <laughs> mm, not really. I'm the ugly one. That's why I'm never doing a face reveal ever. If I ever have to That's do an right. in-person interview, I'm just going to wear a mask and be like, oh, don't worry, I'm sick, I'm sick, don't worry about it. Yeah, you wear, like, a, one of those gator face masks, you wear it over your neck and yeah. the bottom half of your face, you get some thick shades, and you get a uh, baseball cap, boom. Except I would need to wear, like, two neck gaiters to cover up this long neck I have. I would need two neck gaiters to cover up how much neck fat I have. <laughs> that's the difference between us you're a pencil and I'm a eraser yeah yeah speaking of pencil and eraser drawing oh you see that segue? Yeah. you saw that segue that, that was oh yeah that nice segue. segue nice segue segue so, so what about it so drawing uh, what kind of things do you normally draw for fun uh, for fun, I usually just doodle random things on a piece of paper or, like, I don't know, stuff I like or am passionate mm -hmm. about, like history. I'm working on a D-Day landing battle diorama yeah. right now. Oh, a battle diorama. Right. What? When you say battle diorama, it immediately makes me remember Greg's dad from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> I'm gonna go work on my diary. I mean, sorry, my, my battle diorama. No one touches yeah, General Grant. It's just something I've been working on occasionally. Mm -hmm. And superheroes, obviously. I, I draw superheroes. Yeah, in case you guys don't know, we are starting up a company called Mythic Comics, which, you know, we're. It's not up yet, so don't go looking. We're, we're, not, we're not there yet, uh, but. We got some comic series in the works. It'll eventually be up. Hopefully. We should probably get it, try to get it up by the end of the school year. Yeah, because then all the kids will be out for the summer, and they'll want something that they could read that isn't what their teachers assigned them. And that's where we come in. Yeah. Instead of doing my finance summer school work, I'll just be drawing comics. Yeah. Genius. Brilliant. Brilliant, my, my boy. Um, so today is a very, very interesting day. Today is a special day. It's per how it's Wednesday. Hump day? It is hump day. That's about it. But also. It's like that old Geico commercial. Yes, indeed. Or was it progressive? It was, it was Geico. Okay. I am the authority. Sorry, getting my insurance things. company lore mixed up. So, uh, I just gotta say. Um, for the past, like, month, I have been unable to, well, to play D&D &D or to do D&D-related stuff. But guess what? Mm -hmm. Today the is the month anniversary of that, and I no longer have those obligations. The ban is lifted. Nice. Which means that I can write for Dungeons & Dragons again. Which I also do. And if you're wondering, cool. 
why I never really write fantasy stuff that much. It's because I'm putting it into either D&D or a mythic comic series that hasn't uh, happened yet. Nothing. Yeah, it canonically won't happen for a long time, probably. Yeah, yeah. Because of timelines and stuff. Yeah. Because we got to release them in the right order. Okay. Uh, Sorry, I'm just messing with the whole spec like graph on my computer. It's Looks like a old cat. <laughs> anyway. Um So you got any any questions for me related to writing or drawing? What's your process when writing? Say you just got like the, a new story, and you've got it. You've got to start writing a first like chapter or comic book or something. Yes, yes. My process is I first want to kind of lay out the trajectory of the story. Right. I want to get the plot points that I want hit. I want to get that laid out, and I want to figure out how much that'll take. Like how much. What, what's the pacing going to look like? Sometimes I have to try again with the pacing, which is something I've noticed with Mythic Comics recently, is that I paced my comics too quickly. Too much events happen in one comic. And it ends mm. up being kind of a bloated... That's exactly the opposite of mine. Yes. Well, I like how yours is paced. I like how another member of the... Uh, Mythic Comics staff. I believe he wants to be known on the internet as Toast. Um, I like how toast. he does that. Yeah, like Toaster Cannon. That's the name he uses. Uh, yeah, I like the way that, that he's comic been I just it. made is a little too fast. A little too fast, you think? Well, I mean, well, that's that what one you said. Is, well, that one that was more of like a disorienting style fast. And it, it just confused me a bit. You know? Well, good, because that's what I'm trying to do, is disorient the reader a bit. And you know, if, if it's the intended goal, then go for it. Mess with the pacing, disorient the reader. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Let's see if I have anything to say on my writing process. I would say do not give too much of the plot away in the beginning. Because then there's no reason for people to stick around. But you still want there to be interesting stuff for them to want to stick around. You know, there's like a balance to be struck. When it comes to like foreshadowing mm -hmm. and story pacing. And it's, it's, it's a little bit difficult. I feel like it's more difficult on the written page for me than it is in like a video format. You know? Yeah. Um, so your doodles are all about history and stuff, but I've noticed my doodles are just the sandworm from Dune. It's literally just the sandworm yeah. from Dune. Every time. Or I draw, like, zombie apocalypse stuff, because I'm really into that. In fact, yeah. I have The Walking Dead on the TV right now, because I was watching it when you called me. Wait, you you have it on the TV? Please don't tell me it's playing. It's not. Okay, good, because I don't want any of that copyrighted it audio is, in this podcast. Yeah, it, it's paused. We're trying to get paused for a like sponsorship minutes, here. We're trying to get a we're trying we to get sponsorships in the future. Speaking of sponsors, today's episode is once again sponsored by Rate Us Five Stars on Spotify and of course by uh, subscribe to this YouTube channel on YouTube. And Rat in a Can. And Rat in or... a Can. That's an upcoming project. Rat. That was going to be one of my mini movie things. I'll... You'll see. It's very funny. Probably. Yeah. So, uh... So, what's your writing process? Like, what details do you have for that? Uh, well, 
usually I try to establish, like, first before I even start writing, I think about the character, what they look like, like, how would they interact with their environment, and then I kind of establish them, like, who they are, mm-hmm. what kind of world they're in, yep. and then I get to the point of the plot, like, I kind of start yes. introducing what's going to happen. Okay. I mean, in the case of the new series, like the most recent one I'm working on, yeah, it's a uh, supposed to be like breakneck speed with what happens. So it's not exactly a great example of how I do a first comic, but mm. yeah, yeah. So you're definitely are you a follower of the three act structure? What the three act structure? Oh yeah. Yeah, I yeah. generally try to follow that. In movies, there's um, three acts. There's the first act, which is, you know, establishing the world, like you just said, stuff like that, introducing the characters. Act two, the longest act, where most of the conflict and stuff is developed and the movie happens. And act three, the resolution of that, the shortest act of, of the movie. So yeah. Yeah, I feel like first comics shouldn't have a act three because like if you resolve the issue immediately, no one's gonna want to come back, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Um, something that I will compliment you on is when I remember we both were writing books, like not comic books. We were both writing books at one point. And wait, when? What? Back back in like seventh grade. Oh, wait, yeah, I remember that yeah. one. And uh, what I really liked was your way of describing the world in a way that I just did not do at the time. Like, I would have just said what the characters did. You would have, like, gone in-depth about how the weather was in autumn, and it was very poetic, and I liked it. Thanks. You, like, painted a picture with words, which is what I'm trying to do with this sci-fi novel I'm working on. Yeah, I've been told I'm pretty good at writing stuff like that, but with comics, it's all about the drawing. Well, so I don't include that description usually. Yeah, I feel like you should include the description for, you know, like say you have to write something, but, you know, you're just hung up on just so many other comics that you can't really draw this one. I feel like you should give the reader insight into what you plan on doing with the comic panels and stuff so that they can, uh, they can kind of visualize more closely to what you want just in case somebody else has to illustrate. You mean illustrators, not readers? Well, readers, like I like to see different, like more in-depth things. Like in my comics, I'll put this angle. Like I'm pretty sure in the Rose Warrior series. Uh, Alright, you said something about Dutch angles. Yeah, Dutch angle. <laughs> Dutch angle, long I hate shot. drawing Dutch angles. You don't like drawing Dutch angles? Isn't Dutch angles the angled ones? Dutch angles like are slightly tilted, or tilted and looking down or yeah. up at a character. Yeah, I hate those. Listen. Drawing a character from below looks so weird because I end up just making them look like Squidward or something every time. Listen, I was I was just going from a cinematographer's perspective, you know. I wanted that very specific look and feel. Uh, I'll do my best. No promises, though. Alright. My skills are very, very limited. See, long Dutch angles, so that's like a wide shot. Looking down... Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Slightly tilted. Looking down at him. You'll, you'll be tilted fine. Tilted Towers? The Tilted Towers? Yo, they're back in Fortnite? What? Yo. Where are we dropping, boys? Mm, yes, Fortnite. Such a good game, Fortnite. We're going to get copyrighted for this. <laughs> I mean... Just mentioning the name. We didn't get... It's enough to invoke. We didn't get name. copyright struck when we... Uh, sung the tune of YMCA at one time. Wait, what? What yeah. is this? Oh, I did that. I. Uh, oh we well, were... yeah. I, I guess that doesn't really count for a copyright yeah. strike because we're not using the exact music. We're doing yeah. a cover. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, <laughs> a cover. 
So, um, if you were offered by Marvel to draw a comic book series, would you say yes? And to what series? Uh, first, I would ask them if they have the right number. <laughs> uh, and then, if they did ask me, I would honestly, in my current situation, probably say no. Oh. Why? But, like, if I had the just the time to do it, because right now I'm catching up on all sorts of schoolwork. Yeah, yeah, schools. And generally life's kind of hectic. But over the summer, I would, yeah, I'd accept that. I have no social life, no one to be around. Well, you've got me in the summer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what series I would like to illustrate? Um, I'd definitely like to illustrate some Daredevil. I love Daredevil. Mm-hmm. He's he's my celebrity crush. I mean, uh, he's an awesome superhero. And yeah, yeah, what you just said. Maybe right Spider-Man? Oh, I like Spider-Man. It's, it's not always about yeah, the Mets. I really like Daredevil. It's, a, it's yeah. about the Mets, baby. I love the Mets. Love the Mets, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New York. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I'm walking in. Hey, I'm walking in. Hey, hey, buddy, I'm walking in. Yeah, I just like Daredevil because it's like a very brutal, down-to-earth superhero, or like pseudo superhero. He doesn't even feel like a real superhero because he's like super dark mm-hmm. and stuff. And then, if DC yeah. did the exact same thing, what heroes would you choose from there? Hmm. Either Superman or The Flash. Mm. Yes. Because they both have a lot of potential, and I love speedsters. Yes, I know you love speedsters. You keep creating one every day. <laughs> what? <laughs> I swear, there's a new Mythic comic speedster in the lore every day. There's three. That's it. There is much more than three. I will find more than three. Yeah, I, I can name all three of them right now. I don't think you should. That's kind of spoilers. Okay, yeah, but there's only three. Right? The other, the fourth one that there's technically isn't what? even a speedster is yours. There's only three. Yeah. And if there is a fourth one, then he's yours. So, yeah, I told you there's only three. So, yeah. Um, for and me, two of them are villains, to... which makes sense. For me, on the writing side of things... Um... If I was asked by Marvel to do a project, I'd probably do Spider-Man. Because who wouldn't want to write Spider-Man? Spider-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. Because, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, that's like a bunch of crazy dudes or something. <laughs> no, I, I know what this... I know what Guardians is all about. It's about family, but you choose the family, but you don't. It's all about family, Dom. All about family. And if DC approached me, um, you know, I think that it would be interesting to do Superman because I'm not, I'm really more of just a Batman guy, but I think that if you, if you write Superman in a way that isn't like he's being done in, you know, the big blockbuster movies where he's for some reason supposed to be dark and edgy and turn evil and stuff. If you don't, if you don't do him like that, yeah. If you just make him a good person, that, that should be fine. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's, he's literally a human. Basically he was raised by humans. He loves humans. He doesn't protect them he just cause they're weak. Like he human. protects them cause he loves them. Instead. Yeah, he's just like this like stoic Jesus. God. Yeah. <laughs> He deserves better. I'd probably also write Suicide Squad just so that I could research a bunch of really, really stupid DC villains and put them in there. Mm. Have you ever heard of Kite Man? Sorry, say that again? Kite Man. Have you ever heard of Kite Man? Honestly, I haven't, but I wouldn't be surprised if he existed. And he does exist, and his secret identity name is Charlie Brown. 
What is DC on? Like, half their characters just... Someone was, like, smoking 20 kilos of crack, and the boardroom was just like, alright, guys, hear me out. Kite man. I think there should also be a Marvel equivalent of Suicide Squad, just so that I could write for the big wheel. There is. There is? Well, it's kind of... It's... It's kind of like Suicide Squad in the fact that it's a team of villains, except they're way better than Suicide Squad in terms of, you know, being good at their job. Uh, it's called the Thunderbolts. Eh. And in some cases, they're even better than the Avengers. I'd rather Suicide Squad. There's more interesting stuff in there. It's not just yeah. a supervillain team. It's like a... It's they're forced by the government super to do this team. job. It's a it's a supervillain team. Yeah, so it's it's doing the government. So it's the bidding. Thunderbolts. They're doing the they're doing bidding. the government's bidding, and if they do not, they die. Dude, and if they do, one of they the Thunderbolts die. is literally an agent of the government. Yeah, but do they die a lot? No. What? Being, Why would they die a lot? They're a team. Being That's in the, the Suicide not Squad. To die. Being in the Suicide Squad is, like the name says, a suicide mission. Which I think makes it interesting because the yeah. characters know they're walking into a trap, but they have to do it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think the Thunderbolts ever had the big wheel on the team. Big, okay. The big wheel is this amazing Spider-Man villain that's a big wheel. Yeah. There's also the wall. Another amazing Spider-Man villain. Spider-Man has such weird villains. I mean, they made so many villains for him. Not all of them are going to be hits like Kingpin, love the Mets, baby, yeah, love the Mets. Let's go. Mets are going to make it all the way this year. Yeah. I should just... I don't know anything about sports. That's really the only thing I could say is like... If I was pretending to be somebody who likes sports, I'm like, yeah, I love I love the Mets. I think they're going to make it all the way this year. Uh, <laughs> Tom Brady yeah, did something that's terrible. That's basically going to be me going. at the Super Bowl party. <laughs> Man, I love the Mets at the yeah, Super Bowl I'm going Bowl with a party. bunch of friends. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to walk in with all, like, decked out in Mets gear and be like, all right, who's playing? <laughs> yeah. I'm voting for the Rams because I like their helmets. People uh, show up to a fantasy football party, right? And I just show up decked out in D&D gear. And I'm like, I, I spent all night. I combined the D&D handbook and the NFL handbook to create fantasy football. <laughs> Let us play. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's me. I'm a maniac. <laughs> so, another thing that is related to writing is something that we like to call musica. Music. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to rope that in here since, you know, it seemed like our conversation well, was getting a little bit dry. You know. So, uh, what kind of music do you plan on writing, if you plan on writing music at all? Mm, I probably won't write music, but if I do, I don't even know. Like, if I had to, I would probably write, like, rock or blues. Mm-hmm. A very different music tastes, but I love them both. Yes, yes. Well, they're not totally different. You hear some... You hear some blues scales in uh, in rock songs for sure. Yeah. I'm not really all like super into music like you are, so. I would probably go for like a uh, pop punk rock sort of thing, you know. Yeah, pop. Pop, as in Beatles sort of pop. You said pop. Yeah. Pop oh, okay, good. Beatles. I thought you meant like modern pop. No, modern pop I'm is like you, Riley. No, or Roman, you. Yeah, modern, modern pop, pop is, is an offense to nature. Yeah. Looking at you, trolls. Trolls. One and two. Trolls is a jukebox musical. It doesn't have any original songs. Yeah. And you know what? It's a bad jukebox musical. At Basically, that. sing one and two. 
Yeah. All jukebox musicals so far have sucked, especially the animated ones. Listen. The Book of Life. I, that's, that sounds so familiar. It's the it's the movie with the skeleton people that did uh, Dia de los Muertos before Coco did. And it has Zoe Saldana. That does not narrow it, it down. She's uh, Gamora. And or Roman does not narrowing it down at all. Hmm. She played this girl named Maria. Oh, wait, yeah, the Book of Life. Wait, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. It kind of looked like a mix between animation and stop motion at the same time. Because they were made out of, like, cardboard or wood or something. They were, like, little wooden puppets in the universe. But that that was animated all the way, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, that one was a jukebox When you said Book of Life, for some reason, I thought about this other movie I saw once. And it was this elf that fell in love with, like, a demon or something. Elf? I don't know. Like the movie Elf? Yeah, an elf that fell in love with... No, no, no. An elf, like, Tinkerbell, fell in love with a demon. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You know? I think I know what yeah, you're talking about. That movie was... movie was so bad. I don't... But the movie selection my family had up... In Utah was so bad. We had Beverly Hills Chihuahua, <laughs> that movie, and some Scooby Doo movie you have never heard of. What what's the Scooby Doo movie? But honestly, what is it? Beverly Hills Chihuahua was kind of fire. Don't quote me on that. Uh, uh, you're, on, you're on the air right now. I'm gonna quote you on that. <laughs> okay. Yep. You all hearing me live? I think Beverly Hills Chihuahua was a fire movie. But but what's what Scooby Doo movie? I don't remember. They were on, like, a cruise ship or something. Mm. And then Fred's parents were there, except he wasn't a crooked mayor that dressed up as a demon, so it was uh, four out of ten stars in my book. Dang, it wasn't, it wasn't Mystery Incorporated. That was a really good show. That, that show goes hard. That show is like the Gravity Falls of Scooby-Doo. A real testament yes, to writing. Yes, it's so good. It mixes... So good. Yes, it mixes the classic mystery with character development and an actual plot. And an overarching mystery. Genius. Oh. You thought oh. you thought there could only be one mystery per episode of Scooby-Doo? Well, guess what? You're wrong. <laughs> guess what? They're all mysteries. They're all one mystery. It's all a mystery. It all. It, uh, oh, yeah. It's the entire together. season is a mystery. Indeed. Oh, yeah. It's oh, all, yeah. Coming, all together. coming together. coming together. All right, so um, I'd like to take this point to ask audience participation, please, to viewers and Ted Nivison, if you wouldn't mind, I would love if you would, you know, type down in the comments below on YouTube what um, what you have as suggestions for maybe a topic or a question that you'd like to ask us. I might even make like a Google form where that that's something you could ask, you know? We, we've got some ideas. Um, Mikey's going to be... We do? Yes, I have, like, a list of ideas. But, Mikey, you're... Oh, I don't. Well, that's a problem, because you're going to be the person who comes up with the topic for the next episode. Oh. Yeah, so you better get writing that down. All right, I got it. You got it already? I, I already have it. Oh, nice. Yeah, sh- should I tell you? Yes. All right. Different socioeconomic systems, and which one is the best? Oh, yeah, I love that topic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of socioeconomic <laughs> systems, do you guys want help with uh, stocks? Because guess what? I can't give it to you. That would be illegal. It's, it, I'm not joking. What? Giving advice on stocks? Yeah, giving people advice on stocks without like a license is illegal. Because you could use that. Who's going to stop me? Uh, the government. <laughs> the FBI. If you're watching this, I am giving out free legal advice. <laughs> and stock advice. You know, I'm kind of a jack of all trades. Never said I was good at it, but I can do them all. See, here's the thing. Uh, some See, guy... you want to buy Tesla. So, uh, I wouldn't say invest in Tesla. That's just my opinion. Yeah. For... For legal reasons, 
These are jokes. We are not actually are not encouraging or discouraging any purchase of stocks. Do not purchase stocks at the behest buy of Buy Dogecoin. Us. I mean... No, don't don't encourage them to buy cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast will be taken Wait, off of all podcasting platforms. What now? Oh, yeah. No, never mind. Speaking of podcasting platforms... Isn't it so weird how money We need weird. to... What? Oh, yeah, podcasting. We need to... We need to expand our empire because currently we are on. What empire? We're like a small little minor nation that gets beat up on. Well, you see, I chose the Japanese civilization in Rise of Kingdoms, so. <laughs> you idiot. I chose the Roman civilization with their 0.000005% early gathering bonus and their 2.5% infantry attack buff. Ivan will be unstoppable on the battlefield. Well, you see, the Japanese are the Japanese. Don't you mean the Japanese? Did you say Japanese? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if you were Japanese. Cut that out, please. Yeah, cut that out. This is going to come back to bite <laughs> us later. I'm going to be in an interview and like, were you in a side tangent podcast? <laughs> hey, Mikey, were you in a side tangent podcast where you said Japanese? No, that was not me. <laughs> that was the that was the other guy. Uh, uh, uh Greek. <laughs> that was somebody who chose the Greek civilization. Oh, hey, did you know? Speaking of Greeks, did you know that Nero once won the Olympics? Like the Euro guy, the gyro. Nero, Nero, Nero. the what? Rome. You don't know who that is. What did Nero do? He was the psycho Roman emperor. Oh, I thought that Julius Caesar was a Basically, psycho Roman emperor. No. Yeah, and then okay, I'm going to restrain died, myself from giving you a history lesson. He got stabbed like twenty something times, and the last words he said were "pizza." Twenty eight stab wounds. Twenty eight stab wounds. Anyway, basically Nero won the Olympics by basically threatening the judges and everyone in the crowd. <laughs> Overall, solid strategy, no drugs needed. He's completely clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that everybody else... Just threaten all the judges. Yeah. You're just like, oh, you like your job? You're going to have me win. I win. Yeah, just walks in there. If I don't win, I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> I will 28 stab wounds all of you. Okay. Yes. So, um, just a little thing. So, there are other other podcasts out there that they, they have their own special question that they ask guests. And I want to just, you know... Cons conspiratorate with you on what that question should be for the next time that Ben comes over onto this podcast so that we know what we say. You know? We need to have our own little thing. Like, would you rather have infinite bacon and no games, or would you rather have games, infinite games, but no games? But we can't steal that. Okay. Um... We're making sense here. Yes, we need some sort of question. But what's the question going to be? How many side tangents could a side tangent go on if a side tangent could go on more side tangents? <laughs> <laughs> that's just what I that's what I got off the top of my head there. Wait, is this supposed to be a serious question or a joke? I mean, I think it should be a serious-ish question. Like, we should be actually asking people. So are we basing it off the episode, or are we basing it off just generally what generally stuff? Generally, based off of how our podcast is and what it is, um, what should we ask people that, you know, they could respond to? Like, there's this podcast, you might have heard of it, I've talked about it literally in this episode called Chuckle Sandwich, with Slimesicle, Jay Schlatt, and Ted Nivison. Their question, aside from would you rather have been in video games, is, very simply, what part of the sandwich 
are you? Because they are a chuckle sandwich. They are a sandwich. So they ask you mm. what part of the sandwich you want to be. Oh, yo, I got it. 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 You got it? Okay. Which civilization would you pick in Rise of Kingdoms? Of course. That's it. <laughs> How could we be so blind? It was staring us right the in the face. see the blatant truth in front of us. Right in front of us on our home screens of our phones. Rise of Kingdoms. Right beside Clash Royale. Alright. Alright. Now, let's discuss which civilization you we would pick. Alright. I believe that... Hey, let's actually be se- somewhat serious. Okay. So, what civilization would you pick? I would pick the Viking civilization because they're 2% buff in troop training and 2.5% perf- 2. buff in counterattack damage. Is it just because the biking yeah, the Vikings the Vikings <laughs> Is it because the Vikings were really really strong and they just did what they wanted despite every other nation being like, no you can't do that and they were like well, honestly kind to, of yeah we're going to... Uh, we're going to invade your entire land, Britain. We're going to invade cool your entire that? land, maybe destroy your churches, uh, steal your women, you know. <laughs> steal your women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the women's want the blonde hair boys with the beards. From, from I mean, have you seen Chris Hemsworth? I mean, uh, it's change topic, change topic. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, goose cutlass, keep it PG up in here. They're a big you know, for the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, um. So, we've come up with our question. You chose the Viking civilization. Now me, I have to mm-hmm. think about it, because I'm not that much of a history buff, okay? So I... Oh, if I really wanted, like, a good historical civilization... Especially with the new naval naval update, y'all hear that? The new naval update in Rise of Kingdoms. Um, yeah, I keep getting ads about it and how awesome it is. <laughs> I feel like we should just do a live stream of us playing Rise of Kingdoms one day. Yes, indeed. We just need to one day. When yeah, we're uh, completely transparent on everything about us. We 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 will have nothing of our personal life secret. They will know your name. Your name will be Mikey Casey, and they will know your name. Yeah, that's just going to be my name forever now. No one will ever know my real name. My real name Like in interviews, I will just be called Mikey Casey. My real name is uh, Shane Pizza. I am the law. Didn't Jesus say that? (laughs) As Jesus once said, I am the law. As Jesus once said, look at me. Look at me. I am the captain now. I am the captain now. Anyway. Jesus looking at the church leaders. Look at me. I am the savior now. Meanwhile, the church leaders just branching off to into people that hate Jesus and then people that love Jesus. And then Saul changed himself over. He started going by his Roman name of Paul. What was that transition? Bro. Did I transition into something there? Anyway. Okay, it started out, like, I thought you were going for the church leaders, like, when Jesus was alive, like, splitting into, oh, we hate him, and oh, he's the Messiah. Mm -hmm. And then you just went on to Paul, which was, like, quite a bit after Jesus died. Listen, 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 listen. I know. But the church as we know it today was started a while after Jesus died. That's just how it is. It started a bit after because the disciples wouldn't shut up about Jesus. Gosh darn disciples spreading the gospel. Gosh darn (laughs) disciples are simps for Jesus. I sent for Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Be my Valentine. They're so impressed that he could walk on water. Well, why don't you walk through a puddle, man? There, you just walked on water. Jesus. 
Is loving Jesus legal? Yeah. No. No. Oh, uh, actually, yeah. We're gonna move our capital over here to fight our main rival. Well, I need to Just watch. Just quoted that video some Bill again. words there for you. That video is so funny. You actually so introduced good. me to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was back in the back Never in the old. old days. I remember I had this good old friend who doesn't really talk to me anymore, who uh, used to watch that, and they were like, um, they showed me the video, uh, the entire history of Japan, I guess. And I was like, wow, that video is really funny. And then a little while later, a few weeks later, history of the entire world, I guess, dropped. That that was special. Nice. That was special. The sun is a deadly laser. Not anymore. Ah, oh, a classic. <laughs> it's just a classic. Classics. An instant hit among the youth. Chef's kiss. Which is what I am, the youth. I am very youthful. Yeah. I never... I only have minor back problems. <laughs> I only have extreme back problems. And then Ben could probably go on for ages about how he's got issues with scoliosis or whatever the crap. Um, yeah. So, I still haven't picked my civilization. So, I'm going on... Hey, yeah. I'm going you on the get web. to that? Uh, rise of kingdoms, <laughs> civilizations. Give me a list, Google. All right, they have Rome, Germany, Britain. Um, there's like nine more. Give me more. Yeah, you. Because there's so Britain, many civilizations France, you could choose from. Vikings, Spain, France. <laughs> Japan, France. I thought you said France. Oh, I'm definitely not picking France. It's got the, it's got the, um, that one symbol that ended up being adopted by scouts. The Boy Scouts. There's China, there's Japan, there's Korea, Arabia, the Ottoman Empire, the Byzantium Empire. I will choose, um, the, uh, the Britain civilization. It's so weird how they have Britain, a very modern civilization, from the Byzantine Empire. Yeah. Even though they don't exist anymore, it's it's weird. Anyway, so you choose Britain. I would choose Why Britain is that? Because Care to explain? You see, in Britain, the sun never sets because there are so many colonies that the sun goes all the way around. You know, the, the earth spins all the way around. And... And the sun never sets the sun on the never British sets Empire. On the British Empire. In, in fact, in the British Empire, you increase archer attack by five percent. You increase troop training speed by five percent, and you increase Allied garrison capacity by twenty percent. They also have a special unit known as the longbowmen, which use longbows to attack people and shoot giant arrows into them. You know how you use a short oh, bow yeah. in archery? Well, a long bow is like the yeah. it's taller than a person most of the time. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder if I'm taller than a long bow. I, I really I'm don't gonna look, I'm gonna look that up now. Yeah, how tall is a long bow? I'm, I'm gonna look up how how tall is a medieval long bow. Alright. Now what this they... is really a side tangent. Oh yeah. How tall is uh oh I'm in all caps, alright. I'm actually typing in all caps. Bing's gonna be like, "Why are you mad? Why are you mad at the longbow? It is six feet tall. We are tall. Oh, sweet, than yeah, I'm taller than that. We're taller the than baby. a longbow, dude. I'm four inches taller than a longbow. All right, so you chose the uh, which civilization did you choose? The Viking civilization. Can you read off their buffs? Because I don't know what they are. Alright, the Viking civilization has the blessing of Odin. Alright? They increase their infantry attack by 5%. They increase counterattack damage by 30... Per, uh, not 30. 3%. Ooh. And they increase troop uh. load by 10%. Uh, their 
special oh. unit is known as the Berserker. And their starting commander is Bjorn Ironside. Do you know who that is? I don't. Yeah, he's Bjorn Ironside, Roman. Come on, get it together. Um, and then Britain, their starting commander is known as Boudica. Listen, we all know Sorry, that we're say not... that again? B-O-U-D-I-C-A. Boudica. Boudica. Bo- bodacious. Bodacious. Righteous, Bodicia. dude. We all know oh. that one, one thing that we do not want to pick as a civilization is the France civilization. Because their flag... Yeah, the French is suck. so often replaced with a white flag when they surrender to their okay. enemies. Okay, but France has won the most battles in history. Did you know that? Against themselves. No, against other countries. Here, I, I don't remember the exact number, but it's somewhere in the high... Like, I think... I don't know. It's very... I'm going to look it up. Which country... Or, just... Shoot. Hold on. Bro, all the France buffs are healing... It's not attack. It's all healing. That is stupid. Although the leader is Joan of Arc, so that's pretty cool. Didn't she die? I mean, everyone did. Everybody but... in history, uh, except recent history, is dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Because... You want to know how many battles Francis fought? Yes, how many. 169. 169, that's a nice number. How many have they won? Yeah, they... 109 of those battles they've won. Oh, that's nice. They've only lost 60 times. That's what, one-third of the times? Yeah, did you know Napoleon won... Yeah, Napoleon won, like, 60 of his battles. Napoleon was vicious, man. He was a ruthless dictator. He was, was very... A short dead dude from our history report. I wouldn't say ruthless dictator. He had some ruth. Mm. Let's see. Looking at other civilizations. The Roman civilization increases infantry defense by 5%, troop march speed by 5%, and food gathering speed by 10%, with the special unit being the legionary. German civilization. Wait, hold on. Okay. Rechecking my research. Okay. They have actually won 1,115, which makes a whole heck of a lot more sense. What now? They've won 1,115. How is that possible if they've only fought 169? Alright, well, I was... Whoever I looked it up from was wrong. Okay. Which honestly checks out. They've been around for a while. It feels like... But it's kind of... Individual battles or like wars? Battles. Individual battles. Ah. How many battles has America fought in one? They have won 823, which puts them at number three in the world. In history. Which kind of is strange because we're like one of the youngest countries in the world. America... They have We're just a cracked specific at altitude. We are cracked at Fortnite here in America. <laughs> yeah. They just... They don't train our soldiers with rifles like idiotic Russia and Germany. Nah, nah, nah. They just have them play Fortnite with the boys for two months. Yes, indeed. Weren't they going to put Xbox controllers on tanks? Weren't they going to do that? Dude, I would be nasty in a... <laughs> Freaking war zone. I think they might have actually. Hold on. Xbox controller on a tank. Dude, war zone players are about to pop off. New Israeli tank features Xbox controllers, AI honed by StarCraft 2 and Doom Lod, Israel. From the outside. (laughs) The new tank of Israel is powered by Xbox controllers and gamers playing it far away. Imagine they misclicked. 
Imagine the destruction that could cause. All right, so our question is, what civilization do you pick in Rise of Kingdoms? I'm just writing that down so that we can have it for our guests, you know? Okay. And then I'm putting underneath it, Roman, that's me, chose the British Civilization. Kind of a missed opportunity that you didn't choose Rome, but okay. Listen, I'm not a stereotypical carrot man, okay? But your name is literally the name of the Empire. I know. That's like the name. But what if France has their darn advantages with healing in this game? Alright, so I chose the British Civilization. And Mikey, you chose the Viking right. Civilization. Civilization. Okay. Now we are armed with that for whenever we do this podcast with another guest. Which, you know, hopefully it'll be with a new guest other than Ben because, you know, I'm kind of getting tired of him being the new guest already. You're just tired of him, period. Yes, I'm tired, period. That's it. <laughs> yeah, me too. So I think that we're going to wrap up this episode of the Side Tangent Podcast here. I hope that everybody enjoyed this. Any leaving remarks, Mikey? Uh, buy our merch. <laughs> yes, buy Bitcoin or something like that. No, no, buy Dogecoin. Right. Dogecoin. Invest yes. in many cryptocurrencies. And remember, here's my best stock advice. Buy stocks. Just buy yep, stocks. This was, uh, this was not government-approved legal advice coming at you from Mikey and Roman. Goodbye. Goodbye.